Hi guys, my name is Donnie Rouse and you are listening to the podcast, One Life. So today the topic is trusting life. So what exactly does that mean when you say trust life? There's a quote I'd heard in a bunch of the different personal development seminars that I had been to. They say, life isn't happening to you. Life's happening for you. So what exactly does that mean? I just went, uh, last night, I went into New York City to watch a movie called The Portal. And the movie was about meditation and how to silence that mind. And it touched upon all the different traumas, the things that happen in people's lives and how when you kind of meditate and you look at these things and you stop the chatter of the mind, how you start to see how this is something that is actually there to serve you. Although it may be very difficult to see that in the moment, it's there to serve you. It's there for you to build off of, to grow off of, so this way you have something to give. So after watching that movie, uh, there was another there was another lesson they said in this in this movie. They said, you're constantly growing. So you may not, so growth is a choice. Growth is a way of seeing things and growth is, is action that you have to take to move forward. But what I got from this movie was that that doesn't necessarily have to be the case in the sense that life is always kind of giving you things to help you grow, giving you things to help you move forward in life. And as a result of this, you're going to keep experiencing some of these things until you get that lesson. So I guess in, in eventually, you know, some people might not get the lesson that they were intended to get. But I think, and this is my personal belief, and I think that when it comes to the end of our lives, when we pass over, that that is the ultimate, the ultimate, um, I guess, phase or the ultimate growth where we step into that that state of being and seeing everything for really what it is. So looking at the experience of life, um, I kind of broke it into three different things like uh, your passions and interest, your passions and interests, which are your calling, the patterns we repeat over and over, as well as that that pain process that points us into a new direction. So I'm going to start, I'm going to give you examples from my own life. So passion. Fabienne Fredrickson of Boldheart, she says, your passions don't happen accidentally. They are your calling. They are your purpose. And looking back on my own life and kind of seeing how things happened, um, before I go any further, I want to say one more other, th- one other thing about life is happening to you. Life's happening for you, not to you. It reminds me of the quote that was done by, uh, the quote by Steve Jobs. And it says something along the lines of, we could only connect the dots looking backwards. We can't connect the dots looking forward. So you don't know, while you might be going through something now, you don't know what that's presenting you, what that's giving you, so that you can build on that in the future. So passion. When I was younger, my earliest memory of my grandmother, one of my earliest memories was watching her make espresso for my father, his siblings, and I. I used to stand on my tippy toes looking at the, uh, the little stovetop espresso maker, watching it come out the top 
and it was just very magical to me. I remember the smell, the rich, dark color, and just seeing everyone kind of slow down, get together and talk and enjoy the time that they had together. And that really, really was ingrained in my mind at a very early age. Fast forward years later, I continued to build on that. And whenever my, when my family got their first, uh, their first espresso machine, I was always the one making the coffee, ready to be there to um, probably made people drink a lot more just because they knew that I had gotten that much interest, I had gotten that much fulfillment out of it. So that's a dot, right? That's a dot that was in the past that was not yet connected. Patterns repeat. So it, in college, I dated a girl for six years. Not all while I was in college. Three, I think three of the years were outside of college, another, or maybe two years, and then four years were in school. So while we were dating, the three of the years were the relationship. The other three were me trying to talk myself into why I should still be in that relationship. Looking at all those check boxes and like, you know what? She fills out, you know, she click checks this box, she checks this box, she checks this box. And what I was really doing was I was making an excuse for myself. So I didn't really, like I, my feelings had changed. We had both grown. I mean, we, we started dating, I think my sophomore year in, in college. And then as the time passed, I started to see how we were different. And, but I was too afraid to let go. And then eventually, like that, um, after the four years we were together, like that that um, tension I felt ended up leading into resentment to the point when I couldn't even tell you what her favorite color was or her favorite food. My mind had literally erased everything I knew about the relationship. And that was, it was really, really sad. And when the relationship was coming to an end, we, the thing, the straw that kind of broke the camel's back, <laughs> it's kind of funny, but uh, you'll kind of see how things kind of play. The straw that broke the camel's back, she had gone to, so I had done a trip to Europe uh, right after college in 2004. I did a trip to Europe where I toured around Europe for uh, 21 days, did 11 countries. So it was a very, very fast trip. And she was like, you know what? Well, I never went to Europe or she'd been to Europe. She, she was from Croatia. But she wanted to do a trip. So she took a semester and studied in Florence. I went to visit a couple of weeks. And then after she had gone back, I'm like, you know what? I've never had that experience. I didn't go away to college. I went to UConn Stanford, the local branch here. But I wanted that experience. I wanted the experience of being outside of the comfort zone, being in new surroundings and being self-sufficient. So I had quit my corporate job. And well, prior to quitting it, I was on the phone. I was talking to her. And we got in a little bit of an argument and how I ended up booking the trip was she's like, oh, well, you won't book the trip. And she was really testing me. And then I was like, you know what? Watch me. As we were on the phone, I went on, <laughs> no bullshit. I went online and I literally bought the ticket right there and click send. I said, I'm going to Italy. And that was the straw that broke the camel's back because we ended up breaking up shortly after that. In the first three weeks, I was, um, the first, like, th not even three weeks, I think we broke up in March, and I ended up leaving in, um, I think, in 
late April. Yeah, I think late April or no May sometime. It doesn't matter. But the, uh, the that time after we broken up, I was celebrating. I was going out every single night. I was calling my friends, and it was a celebration. And what I was really doing was kind of avoiding the feelings. So I was with her for nearly six years. And you could imagine the effect that would have on somebody when you speak with someone and you're used to spending time with them literally for almost every single day for six years. And after when I took the trip and I flew over to Rome, all of a sudden it hit me and I started to feel very lonely. And for the first three weeks, so I was in a classroom of, I think, 27 women <laughs> and like attractive women as well. But that did not take my attention at all. All I really wanted was a friend. So I would pray every single night. I said, Lord, just please give me a friend. Please give me a friend. And then three weeks later, that friend arrived, my friend Lucas. And we ended up having a blast while we were in Rome. I always tell people when they ask me, I was like, well, Lucas is one of those friends where you could lock me in a, in a, in a white room with four walls. And we would find a way to laugh. We would find a way to make that time enjoyable. And it was, I've never connected with someone in such an instant where literally we became best friends in, in a moment. It was just like an immediate connection. So while I was in Rome, I was going around to cafe to cafe. I think I counted something like eight espressos a day. It was so much to the point where like when I got back home, I had to give up coffee because I started getting help at heart palpitations. I didn't get them when I was in Italy, but while I was here, and um, while I was in, came back to the United States, my heart was just racing because of all the caffeine I had gotten while I was in Rome. I used to have like this loop I would do. I wake up, do the coffee loop. I would go to linguistic school, do another coffee loop. And then at the end, at like at night, I would do another coffee loop. So I was constantly drinking espresso. And ironically, well, not ironically, but that actually, that trip to Rome was kind of where I started to get this idea for, or the inspiration for cold Roman espresso. If you've had my espresso, if you've stopped in markets, you know that that is literally like my, my best-selling product. It's what I'm known for. Another dot, or that was, I think that was like three dots, but uh, another three dots, right? So then they haven't lined up yet. And then um, we'll give you another dot. So, 2009, I had registered my company in 2007. I hadn't stepped out because I wasn't yet comfortable with the coffees I was producing. I purchased my roaster in 2007 and I was making coffee. I was sipping it. I was like, this is not good. I, I'm not comfortable putting this out. So what I do, I tested for three years, not selling a single bag of coffee. I tested for three years testing the different variables, saying, all right, well, what happens if I make this change? Making notes, what happens if I make this change? To a point where I was able to graph out the roasting curve, graphed out the, uh, graph out the roasting process, so I knew if I was getting this flavor profile, what do I have to do in order to change it to get it more favorable or to get the flavor profile that I want? And so that was kind of, when we we're talking about this whole, you can't see the end result, you can only connect them looking back. In that little short time frame, like those three years, I realized what that was doing, that those trials I was having with that roaster, what that was really doing was giving me the background, giving me the basis, giving me the knowledge to perfect my craft. So 2009, 
I hadn't stepped out yet, but I was in a relationship. And the relationship was, uh, I'll say there was the first girl that I really loved. And um, she was one of those people, like her smile, I, I, could, I could look at her smile and it would make me smile. It literally make me glow inside. And um, I, I never felt anything like that. But around, I think we, we dated for nine months. So it was probably 2008 to 2009. And I remember feeling like something was off. I mean, she was talking about plans for the future and I, I felt something was off. And this feeling that something was off, I was, I was more aware of it now because I had, when I was in that six-year relationship, I had felt the same feeling. So when that feeling came around for the second time, I was like, all right, you know, something's, something's off. I, something's not right with this. And then we ended up breaking up, I think, in April, April and May of 2009. And it was probably one of the hardest times of my entire life. Like the three days following the breakup, I questioned everything. I questioned God. I, I doubted like the existence of God. And then from there, it was kind of like this slippery slope because I was like, well, all right, well, if there's no existence, if God doesn't exist, then what the hell is the point? I mean, that means I'm just living each day to fulfill my own needs. You know, what? what's, if there is no God, then what's the point of living for, you know, it, it wasn't fulfilling for me to live for myself. And I didn't want to live in a world that was just about self-fulfillment. Luckily, after those three days, I kind of got like a new footing. I was like, all right, you know what? I, I believe, all right, I believe there's a God. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. And that was like the foundation that like built everything. Because as long as I believed in there was a higher power, I was like, you know what? Then I'm comfortable. Then I know that things will get better. I know that I'm guided. I know that I'm not just living for myself, but I'm living for, you know, to do greater good in this world. And uh, where I was getting with this was that breakup, that, um, that the intensity, the emotional intensity, and the, the breakup that... The feelings I felt from that breakup lasted four years. No bullshit, four years. And I I felt um, like going back, I mean, I, I did love her without a doubt. We had seen each other in October or so ever, whatever many months later that was just to kind of reassess. And then my, my, um, my decision stayed true. I knew that it wasn't right, but I still loved her. So it was kind of like this, this hard 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 thing to like deal with i was like well you know what i mean how is this even possible and then i felt bad I, I broke her heart and i felt bad that i broke her heart but you know i think she started shortly after that october meeting i think she started dating another guy don i think they're, they're married now and everything else and um yeah so what happened after that breakup was that it put me down the road of personal development I started focusing on improving myself and that changed. So when you're looking at like the, um, the, that was just another dot. And just again, in, in that little time span, the nine months and then to the, you know, I think I started doing it maybe like a month after, maybe like a few months after we broke up, that was like another, like a small series of like micro dots that were connected that looking back, I wouldn't change that for anything. 
I wouldn't change the growth. If anything, I would probably experience it, experience it 10 times over because of the growth it gave me. The way it gave me a different way of viewing life and asking different questions and really starting to understand my beliefs and question things that I'd always taken for granted because there were a lot of those things were causing me pain. Um, so how do all these dots add up, right? You're probably asking that question. So again, you cannot, you could only look back and connect the dots. You can't look forward and connect them. So trusting that everything is happening for a reason makes it a little bit easier you, for you to deal with what's going on because you know that in some way it's there to, it's there to serve you. So fast forward to now. So my passion for coffee came from my grandmother and it slowly developed along the way. When I was with my ex-girlfriend Julian, we broke up and I went to those three days in Rome. I ended up meeting one of my best one of my best friends today. I ended up getting the inspiration for cold Roman espresso. I don't have to say anything about cold Roman. If you've tried it, <laughs> if you've been to the market, you know exactly what cold Roman is and how special it is. And then the breakup with my ex-girlfriend of nine months. That's what kind of set me down the path of personal development. And and that's why I'm here with you today. That's why I have this podcast. That's why if you sign up for my emails to the Rouse Coffee website, that is why I give these parting thoughts. It's part of the self-development. And I'm not trying to say that I have all the answers. I definitely don't. And I'm not trying to say that I have this all figured out and that I look at what I'm telling you today. And that's how I live my life 100%. Because it's not, if anything, this is like a, this is like a reminder for me as well. Because by voicing it from you, I want you to realize that one, everyone is on the same page. Everyone thinks that everyone else has their shit figured out and that's not true. But the more we could remind each other, the more I could put this out there, the more it reinforces it in my own mind. And hopefully the more it, re- it reinforces it for you. So, yeah. So now I'm kind of marking... I'm in a different territory again where I'm, I'm starting to pivot. I'm starting to question the way that I'm doing certain things, uh, the way that I'm proceeding with my coffee company and how I want to step out with impact. And while it's been pretty, <laughs> pretty um, emotional at times, you know, I, I keep saying to myself that this is, again, this is something else that's served me. This is just another dot. And I, again, I, I try to remind myself that. And I don't always do, you know, but there are, I try to always revert. And, you know, life is not this like linear formula where you're just kind of going up. It's like up, down, up, down, dips, valleys, all these little things. It reminds me of this drawing I saw. Um, when, when someone had reached success, the people viewing that success online, watching YouTube, uh, Instagram, whatever it may be, that success in their mind looks like this linear line but when in actuality, it's this giant scribble of back and forth circles and knots and everything else. That's life. <laughs> that is real life. And um, so that that concludes the podcast for today. So I hope this helped you look at your own life and just kind of appreciate the process. If you are... Um, you know, I'd love to get your feedback. If you want a message, if you go to the group One Life Podcast with Donnie Rouse, there's a Facebook group for it. You can join there. I'd like to, I'm curious as to what your experiences have been. And if you look back, if you look over the hardships that you've had, 
what have been your experiences? What have been like those dots that you connected to make, get you where you are today? In some cases, you might even say, you know what? The dots don't line up. Is it because the dots don't line up? Or maybe there's a reoccurring message, something that keeps happening over and over and over that you're supposed to learn from, but you just haven't yet. And just ask yourself that question, like, well, what is it? What is life trying to teach me here? What is it that I haven't? What is it that I'm not seeing? That's a very powerful question because by asking what it is that you're not seeing, you're trying to find something that's outside of your current scope of vision and bring that in. Uh, and then if, if you, I guess the assignment today or for this week, if you would just kind of do something, is to look back up your life and connect the dots and just trust that everything is happening for you. That concludes this week's podcast. I am going to be leaving, um, leaving for Vietnam next week. Uh, and I'll be going for about two, I, mean, I think about 18, 19 days. But while I'm there, I'm going to be doing some posts. I have the app Anchor, uh, Anchor FM. It's like a podcast. So I'm going to be doing some, uh, some live podcasts while I'm in Vietnam and in Singapore doing my trip. I'm going to be doing coffee stuff there. I'm just kind of going to be reflecting on life as well, as well as kind of taking it easy. Uh, summer's really busy. So once summer ends, it's kind of my time to kind of blow off some steam. So thank you guys again for listening. Uh, I look forward to getting your co- comments, feedback. Uh, you could visit me on Instagram at Donnie, D-O-N-N-Y-R-A-U-S, one word. If you want to follow my coffee company, it's Rouse Coffee, R-A-U-S-C-O-F-F-E-E, one word. And if you think someone might benefit from hearing this podcast as a friend who might be going through something hard that maybe this might give them that like, little nudge of guidance i encourage you to share it uh follow and just kind of share the good word that is it guys thank you so so much for tuning in and i look forward to seeing you the next time